1: This is the Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio.
2: Hello, I'm Jason Kelly.
1: And I'm Michael Barr. And I'm Mike Lynch.
2: We're here Mondays, Wednesdays, sorry. We are here Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays exploring the big money issues in the world of sports. Talk to some of the biggest players in the industry today. We're going to talk amongst ourselves about one big headline this morning. The XFL, not dead yet. Dwayne, The Rock Johnson coming in, part of a group paying $15 million, which ultimately not a lot of money to buy a, not just a franchise, but a league. Uh, The Rock is going to save the XFL, Mike Lynch. (laughs) Finally, The Rock has come back (laughs) to football.
3: Well, Rock, we all know The Rock uh, played in Canada, played four years at the University of Miami. Uh, he's a great businessman. He's an entrepreneur. I think he's got a major, major challenge trying to relaunch the XFL, which uh, had uh, big viewership its first week. A couple weeks before they folded, uh, they were down to about half of that. And uh, there have been leagues that have come and, and gone. We had the World Football League, the USFL, the uh, XFL has been around. This is, I think, the third try. It's a big challenge for the Rock, but I wish him the best because I still think that there's enough of uh, pretty good players that can't make an NFL team that could stock a league like the XFL.
2: Barr, what do you think? I mean, like I had – and you and I were remembering that it was more than two years ago now. We sat down at a Bloomberg Business of Sports luncheon. With Oliver Luck, the mm-hmm. then uh, mm-hmm. commissioner, this was obviously a year ahead of the launch, and they had put a lot of work into this. It was Vince McMahon's shop. As a fan, like, what do you what do you think about the XFL as a product?
1: I thought it was going to be a great product, but nobody could see COVID nineteen coming. They are the bad end of bad timing, is what happened, and. I thought that the product was going to be great, uh, and I was excited to see it, but, I mean, obviously uh, th- that went up in smoke. And, it, and uh, to be honest, I mean, I know, I don't want to, you know, choose up sides, but I always feel bad for somebody like Oliver Luck. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, you put your dreams into this, and it just goes up in flames, pretty much not of your fault. And it, it's, it's a sad thing to see, and you know hopefully uh, uh mr. Rock can uh can bring this back and uh hopefully get the timing right and uh, and somehow maybe work uh Oliver luck back into it. I don't know
2: that's mr. the rock yes to you, Mr. Blanbar <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I'm fascinated by this in part because. Dwayne Johnson aka the rock has been very successful in business I know that you know through his work with endeavor Wme who has represented him he's got a couple business relationships there the Titan games is a show on television he has this company and his partner uh, or his one of his partners in this is his partner in his production company talking about Danny Garcia and she is the chairwoman CEO of the Garcia companies and she's a co-founder with With uh, Dwayne Johnson of Seven Bucks Companies, this is a production company, and so they are very focused on the media aspect of this. This is in many ways, and I think if you go back to what the XFL was meant to be in its Vince McMahon iteration, this is a media play in many cases. It's obviously a sports play, but doing this right from a media perspective only becomes that much more important in this world we're living in right now because... There are no fans in the stands and the XFL, while it had some attendance early on before the pandemic set in, it was very focused on being a novel and exciting media property. And also, and we were talking about this, guys, ahead of this recording, it also will only be successful if it has some sort of obvious relationship, literally and figuratively, to the NFL, to the real pro football league or the established pro football league out there. And I think if you see some success stories of either college players going through or players who maybe didn't make it initially in the NFL to come back through the XFL, I think you could get some storylines that ultimately will prop this league up. And it doesn't hurt. I made this point to you guys as well. It doesn't hurt that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a a guy that people like, whether you like him as the star of a show, the star of a movie, personally, personally. In my house, we know him as the voice of Maui from the movie Moana. That's the yes. main way uh, that we know him. So that just sort of shows what I'm watching at home.
3: Well, l- let's let's look at some of the fledgling uh, leagues, like the uh, the AFL, when when yep. they finally got Joe Namath, that gave him some credibility. They had a name. When the USFL came out, they lured Herschel Walker and Doug yep. Flutie to come, mm-hmm. so they had a name. Now. This XFL is not gonna attract any big name college football players. The biggest name they have is The Rock. Yeah. So in addition to being an owner, I think The Rock should actually be in the booth broadcasting the game because, you know, he every time he opens his mouth, he's entertainment. And when you know, when The Rock talks, people listen. So they're not gonna get anybody to come over and play any big name player. I think I think The Rock needs to be very highly visible in yeah. this league and a reason to tune in.
2: And he'll have a stake in it. All right. So speaking of tuning in, this was a mm. big weekend for sports. Probably the first real sports weekend across a number of the big pro sports that we've had really since pandemic set in. So my question to each of you, Michael Barr, I'll start with you. What would you watch?
1: Oh, you know what I watched this Sunday? Loud in New Hampshire. I, yeah. I always love watching NASCAR. And it, and it was – but the problem I had was I had to keep flipping back from channel to channel it's like okay there's a baseball game on huh? no wait i gotta go back to uh, loud new hampshire uh, i gotta flip this over I, and and i haven't had that in a long time and i have to be honest it was nice to be able to do that but the the main category was loud new hampshire rad keselowski won
3: all right so we've waited what four and a half months for live sporting events around here so we have two teams playing the boston celtics playing the portland trailblazers on abc and we've got the boston bruins playing the philadelphia flyers what time did boy, both games scheduled to play? 3:30 head to head. Said can they just could someone have just made some common sense and say okay we're going to play one of them at 12:30 one of them at 3:30. Thankfully the Red Sox and Yankees didn't uh, didn't go until 7 o'clock. Otherwise, we could have had three games going at the same time, which would have worn out a set of
2: batteries in the remote. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Picture in picture and picture. Well, I yeah. have to say, so I was actually in New Hampshire, so I wasn't far from you, Lynchy, and not too oh. far uh, from the race. So I was there for a lacrosse tournament, and I went out for a socially distanced dinner with some other uh, dads and our sons, and I found myself at a great barbecue place in Manchester, New Hampshire, I think, and... It was essentially a sports bar, and it was, I have to tell you, such a great feeling to sit there and watch the NBA on one screen and then Major League Baseball on another screen. I will say, though, Lynch you'll get a kick out of this. I said to one of the other dads, oh, well, this is nice. They, nice. they have the Yankees game one. Or, and I said, uh, actually, I should correct myself. Here in New Hampshire, they call it the Red Sox game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, that's what we're talking about here. But, yeah, I mean, look, no fans. It feels different, but – the quality of play—we talked a little bit about this last week—the quality of play, certainly uh, for the high-tier professional sports, I think has been great. I mean, the NBA games have been super fun to watch. It's a great product on the field. And even baseball. I don't know how you guys feel—and, Lynchy, I'll start with you—I Like, I don't know how you feel about it, but the quality of baseball— has been pretty good even if some of the teams and I'm not naming names here have been a little crummy.
3: (laughs) Okay so I know you're referring to the Red Sox so I'll get it right out of the chute they were swept by the Yankees they're three and seven they have the tie for the worst record in baseball even worse than your Detroit Tigers Michael Barr. Yeah you know it's an upside down world when this happens. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the quality of play is is pretty good Um, I think the broadcasters uh, remote broadcasting are doing a great job Um, I think the Piped-in crowd noise is yeah. going to become uh, an acquired taste. If I, that might be the best way to put it. Uh, I'm not sure right, right away if I like it or not, but it certainly does add to the ambience. Um, and I think I had one of my daughters coming in and, and said, are they allowed fans at these games, Dad? And I said, no, no, that's just the, the crowd noise. So w- without, without her looking at the TV, just hearing it, she thought that there was actually a, a crowd at the game. So that part, I guess, worked from the production standpoint.
2: How's the racing been,
1: Bar? Oh, the racing's been great. Uh, when you when you watch it, it, keep in mind that if there was any sport that was built to protect from COVID nineteen, right. it's automobile racing. You're in your own cockpit. You've got the racing helmet on. It, it's so from that point, it's one of the best. And and of course, you know when. Somebody gets mad at somebody on the racetrack, uh, it's still going to, you know, you're still going to have some fun doing that, uh, watching them still, at the end. S-
2: socially distance ramming into someone yeah. else's car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some built-in social distance there, even if you're, you know. But what are they saying? If you, if you ain't rubbing, you ain't racing? Yeah,
1: yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of rubbing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right well here's to hoping that we continue to see some live sports major league baseball as of this taping you know continues to limp along we'll obviously see how that plays out through the course of the week you can catch our podcast right here every monday wednesday and thursday i'm jason kelly catch me on twitter at jason kelly news
1: and i'm michael Barr. and you can catch me on twitter at big Barr sports
3: happy 43rd birthday to tom brady i'm mike lynch you can catch me at
2: lynchie You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio around the world.
0: What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move.